So I feel like this episode is different from a lot of others, just mainly because this is an episode where I can actually say without any shred of doubt, like it's literally just women talking and me listening and trying to answer and respond to whatever it is that they've said, or at least whatever it is that I think they've said. Because if we fail to listen to them, there's a lot of shit that can go very wrong. And I bet the Wake County Jail probably thought the same exact thing. Because I kid you the hell not, like Wake County Jail actually deleted a mugshot of an inmate after that mugshot went viral. And it went viral because the Wake County Jail's Twitter handle, I think that's the one, usually sort of goes and posts up like the mugshots of the different criminals that they've caught. And, you know, you can ask for it to be deleted and shit. But I kid you the fuck not, after it was posted up on Twitter, it ended up going viral particularly quickly, which actually led to a good number of women offering to pay up this man's bail. And I have to admit, this actually does point out a very, very nice glaring double standard that babes never want to admit. You know, babes are usually talking about how, oh, you know, he should pay for the food. Oh, you know, if he doesn't buy for me drinks, I ain't doing shit with him. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, no matter how much we like a guy, if if they're not paying for this, if they're not buying that, if they're not you know, treating me a certain way, then I can't let him hit the goods. But interesting thing is, this guy hasn't paid for jack shit. This guy needs you to pay for bail for him. And some of y'all are actually choosing to do that just because you find him super attractive. Like, this is the proof that we have now as men. Just like the other, I think, one or two times that babes have actually offered to bail out a felon because he's hot. As proof that babes will actually put money down on niggas that they actually like. If a babe is telling you to pay for shit for her, then she doesn't like you. Like... Babes, if they like you, they will use their own money for your benefit. And you can debate this however it is you want, but this is this is just a clear-cut example of the entire thing. Now, the name of this so-called hot felon is Brandon Lee Parton. He's a 33-year-old man, and he's been booked in North Carolina on Wednesday of this past week on a charge of assault with serious bodily injury. Now, I kid you the fuck not, babes want to pay for this guy's bail, and his past offenses include, but are not limited to, him being arrested in April of 2017 after being accused of kidnapping and rape. And shorties want to get this guy out. Like, I think this is the second inmate that babes are actually trying to get out, because I remember sometime a couple of years ago, there was an inmate known as Jeremy Meeks. Like, this guy is a full-on model now. The guy was almost sort of like a career criminal and babes actually went and petitioned for the guy to be released. They used to send the guy letters and they were literally putting money down so that this guy could get bailed like just because the guy was incredibly good looking. Now he's a model and shit and that's all great and dandy. But this other guy, you know, Brandon Lee Parton and shit, like this dude is a serious criminal. But babes are like, you know what, I want him. And it does kind of make me start to wonder if when babes look at, you know, serial killer documentaries, if they're secretly attracted to those guys in a sense. Because, you know, you kind of look at examples like Ted Bundy and how he used to attract a bunch of women. And I was watching the stand-up special by Andrew Schultz called Infamous and the guy was talking about it. And apparently this guy used to attract babes by literally asking them to help him fix his car. Like, babes do not know jack shit about fixing cars, but they'd go around helping the guy, so this guy was probably attractive as shit. And this is why I will tell niggas, you know what, stop trying to be nice, try and stay dangerous up in these streets, because these babes have been doing this shit, we just haven't been listening. You know, some of us have just been chilling around, sitting, holding our dicks, trying to do a podcast called Breaktime on Westside, which normally starts by me saying... 
Welcome to Breaktown on West Side, your number one Breaktown podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who intends on staying dangerous because I need a documentary about myself for babes to drool over. You know, serial killer shit. He is a man who used to believe that milk was a combination of milk and beef. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, if you know the drill, then you can repeat it after me. If you don't know the drill, then of course I'm going to repeat it for you. And if you do know the drill and you don't want to mention it, then it's probably just going to ring in your head because it relates to how it is that you can contribute to the making of this show through the tweets that you see, through the tweets that you probably find on your feed. And it's a pretty simple drill, it almost sounds like a song and it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at the D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle. And I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly on Facebook and on IG. If it happens to be a screenshot or a screen grab from Twitter, then the place to send it to is at Breaktime on Westside on Facebook or at Breaktime on Westside on IG. And I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. But Anyways, all that said and done, we definitely do have a couple of tweets that are supposed to be discussed. But before I get to that, I want to take your back a little bit because there was this very interesting clip that had been making rounds online for a while. And it was from the Steve Harvey show and it was some shorty, well actually some grown woman I think, who was pretty much singing Holy Spirit Activate, Holy Spirit Activate. Actually wait, no, I think it was Family Feud that it was from. And... I kid you the hell not, like I actually remembered that exact clip when I was looking at a certain video online where some woman was claiming that the Holy Spirit revealed to her that she's putting undue pressure on her husband and she had decided to come out to encourage women and more so wives to stop putting pressure on their husbands. Now, I'm going to play the clip for you and then we're going to look at whatever it is that she's saying and see whether it is holy knowledge or if it is just common sense. So here it is. I have been married for almost 14 years and I was of the notion that it was happy wife, happy life. A few years ago, the Holy Spirit told me, he said, you are putting undue pressure on your husband to make you happy. And that's not fair. And I was like, I had nap us to do that? He had to teach me that I'm not supposed to put all of the pressure on my husband to make me as a human being happy. Everything that is in our society says cater to the woman, make her happy. And the Holy Spirit had to check me. He was like, your relationship is lopsided. So for my wives, stop putting pressure on your husband to make you happy. Find those things that you enjoy and do that. And let your husband, your partners, let let their love be icing on the cake. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I honestly found that clip to be particularly funny. Not this one of, you know, the undue pressure. You know, just the whole Holy Spirit activate shit. Because that shit was funny as hell and it came with a dance and everything. But anyways, that aside... um. Is what she's saying holy knowledge or common sense? I think it's a bit of both because I think if it's taken you, you know, all of 10 plus years to realize that putting, you know, pressure on your partner is a bad thing, I feel like maybe you are ignoring some of the signs earlier on. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I honestly believe that a happier person is a better performing person. Like, when people are happy, they actually perform particularly well. Like, 
by all means you know there's the whole thing that you know fear hate you know all of those are particularly good you know sources of fuel but i tend to feel as though those ones are very very powerful sources of fuel for any human being and more so than that in as much as they might be extremely powerful they're actually very temporary because you can't hate someone for the rest of your life like you can use that as fuel but at some point it will actually sort of erode now of course i am speaking on my own behalf and you know quite a number of guys because i do believe that guys like guys can hold that to heart but i don't think they can hold that forever not unless if it's something that was absolutely catastrophic but for the most part i think for the typical sensible rational human being at some point you kind of do get to a level where you're like yeah i hate them but my hating of them doesn't hurt them in any particular way like i'm probably better off moving on past it because the only person that i'm hurting is myself but anyways we're not talking about hate as you know as a fuel here but essentially i think the the holy knowledge here is the fact that you know your man isn't supposed to make you happy like i think you're supposed to find happiness and you know get you know the love and affection from your man as sort of like icing on the cake it's it's something that i sort of heard a while back and it's something that a lot of i'd say insecure people usually have a problem dealing with because a lot of people think that you find happiness in your partner and yet the truth of it is you don't particularly find happiness in your partner or at least you're not supposed to you know get the happiness from your partner per se but happiness is a choice and it's not that everything is all good but you know that well, there's good shit there's bad shit but you choose to be happy regardless of it and you know certain different elements of your environment can improve that or not and you know your partner is a very pretty vital role in that you know he or she can improve that or not but at the end of the day happiness is a choice that you have to make for yourself every single day when you wake up now i don't want to sound like i'm preaching to the choir but essentially you might think your man is supposed to make you happy but happiness is a personal thing so stop expecting your man to do everything for you even though he could it's not like he's invincible enough to do all of that as well as you know cater towards the needs of the family or the household or the two of you or even himself so stop expecting that much from him like that's a massive burden to put on anyone regardless of whether they're a partner, a sibling, a friend or anything. But anyways, that was a pretty nice start to things. So I guess now I can definitely move it on and start going into the tweets. So on to our very first tweet of this episode. My baby daddy fucked me up. He's the reason I don't tap in emotionally when I deal with men. I never want to feel that type of pain and betrayal again so I've shut down on everybody even people who probably really love me. I'm literally losing my favorite guy cuz he said I'm not affectionate. I'm just trying to protect my heart though. All right. So there's this thing that I heard a bit of a while back and I don't even know if I'm paraphrasing it correctly or something but I'm just going to say it how I remember understanding it. If you try to protect yourself from all the things that hurt you, if you try to protect your heart from everything that, you know, hurt you every single time and you know you say I'm going to avoid this, I'm going to avoid this and you avoid every single one of the things that hurt you, then you're going to end up being very protected but very alone at the same time. Like you can wall yourself off, but if you're the only person inside of those walls, then at the end of the day, yes, you're protected but you're very much alone. And whichever way you look at it, that's not the most pleasant place to be like yes you're protected you're not going through the pain the drama and all that shit but you're alone and 
yes you don't get to go through all of that but what tells you that you're that much happier like it's sort of the same way people think that you know if you get someone that treats you right you know commits every single fiber of their being to making you happy that you'll be happy then and there like that's the only point in time when you're going to be happy with your partner which isn't entirely the truth like the best relationships have a lot of downs and a lot of ups like some of the downs are very very low and some of the ups are very very high but the the whole underlying part of it is people ended up taking the risk and people chose to actually find happiness despite a lot of the shit that they went through like if you choose to get into a relationship and it gets fucked up and you manage to get out of that relationship and you say that you're moving on please ladies and this is something that was said by a lady so i'm going to say this to the ladies please just heal heal before you get into your next relationship and hell i think even the guys need to get this through their heads as well because there's a lot of people that are moving from one relationship to another and they're not healing and you're finding a bunch of people are carrying their fears their pains the issues that they had from their past relationship into their present and then all of a sudden start getting pissed off when someone is all of a sudden feeling like you're too walled off and thus they can't move on any further or you know you're you're acting some type of way even though they haven't done anything to you and the reality is you needed to heal from that past relationship which you probably didn't and it's a very unfortunate thing that happens for a lot of people nowadays people are moving from relationship to relationship and they're not thinking about healing themselves like when you get out of a relationship first of all you need to find happiness with yourself you need to go back to your own kind of factory settings where you're like you know what, i'm happy i'm ready to move on and whatever happened was a shitty scenario and yes i have learned from it but it's not like i have walled myself off because of it like i think that those are two very distinct things that a lot of people like to mix up because if say for example your your ex cheated on you with his coworker that he was really close with and shit now if you're with your next partner and you find that they have a close working relationship with with one of their coworkers of the opposite sex or the same one if you play against the home team that is if you start having an issue with it and saying oh no 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 you know what this isn't good this isn't blah 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 and yet these guys have had a great platonic relationship you know proper work wife work husband shit but nothing intimate mix between the both of them then there's a pretty good chance that you're probably going to end up alienating your partner or you might end up hurting your partner in a way that you might not know that you have because you're trying to protect yourself you know sometimes people need to go and just draw the line and be like i'm sorry my ex had an issue of cheating on me with his coworker or coworkers so i'm very cautious about it whenever i notice a guy being very close with that female coworker or some shit like that might open up the door to a much longer discussion but at least if you air that out and you air out that kind of fear then at least you can put some things to bed and you can sort of prevent other issues from sort of creeping up now don't get me wrong i think if they are a little too close for comfort then i think even you have cause for concern because maybe you ignored it before in your past relationship and you need to air it right now so that you know you can prevent such shit from happening but i guess that's where the learning side of it comes from because at least you know where too close is but at the same time you can understand that people can have a working relationship and still not cross that line you know but at the end of the day you wouldn't want your past relationship to hurt the current present that you have and prevent you know your future from being a lot better because you're still being held by your past
Like, I don't know. I, I, I hope I'm making sense with all of this. But anyways, I might not entirely be right about this. I'm always welcome to, to thoughts and opinions on it. So I will leave it at that and I will move it on. So on to our very next tweet of this episode. Y'all act like communication or correction during sex has to be harsh and blunt. Slow down, softer, to the left, you're too deep, deeper, let me get on top, fuck me like this, pull my hood back, press down on my asshole, can all be said to a nigga in a very sexy manner. That shit is not gonna hurt no nigga's ego, you're just too immature to be fucking if you can't comfortably speak up for your own pleasure. To be quite honest, I agree with whatever the fuck she's saying. Like, Shorty is being straight up about this and if anything, I actually fully agree with her. But considering that this is break time on West Side and I'm not going to let this tweet just go like that, let me just nitpick for a little bit because yes, what she is saying is true but it's not entirely true for every single guy. Now, let's be particularly honest, there's still a ton of guys that fuck with a lot of ego. Like, they pretty much have that ego on and for the most part because they shagged like one, two babes in the past and those babes say that they were amazing, they feel like that the best at giving pussy, you know, the business and they're amazing at that shit. And the thing is, a lot of guys don't know that babes are different, just the same way a lot of babes don't know that guys are different. So, you know, this whole thought that you know, every single partner can be screwed the same, every single partner is going to be touched the same, and they're going to have the same exact reaction, is something that a lot of people end up falling for, because it's it's a lot easier to believe. So, a lot of people believe that if you shag one person in a certain kind of way, and they love it, then the next person is going to like it that exact same way, which isn't entirely true. Now, communication is something that I think a lot of guys do tend to benefit from if they actually engage in it. And the unfortunate side of it is if you have a lot of casual partners then it's not very easy to do that if that casual constant in that you know say you're banging three four five people and they're the same three four five people that you've been hitting then it's not as hard for you to learn what makes them tick and how to give them really good pleasure if you are willing to learn from it but if you're banging like different shorties all the time then you can't really know how to give great sex to a particular babe and this is actually a good part of the reason why I actually never thought I'd admit this openly, but having one partner for a good long time is actually a great thing because one, it makes a lot of that communication a lot easier because, you know, yes, you might be the best at shagging a certain kind of babe, but you'll shag that babe a bunch of times. And if she's like, you know what, it could have been better if we did this or that and you actually listen to it, you actually realize that maybe you aren't pleasuring her all that great and you can learn to be better. And, you know, she can also learn the same because you guys get to learn more about, you know, what makes each other tick in the pleasure department. And as a result, y'all end up having some really bomb-ass sex over time. The only problem is, I don't think a lot of guys know that. There's babes that know that, but there's not that many guys that actually know that. And the unfortunate thing is guys don't actually want to admit that a lot of their so-called sexual prowess was actually learned from women. You know, they had to listen to a couple of babes telling them how to give it to either themselves or to other babes a certain way so that they'd actually be good. And if they actually did admit that for once, then they'd probably know that different babes want pleasure differently. And as a result, they need to learn more and more about the current person that they're shagging at any given time. But I guess a lot more people are going to ignore that and just continue thinking that they're the best at that shit. So I'm going to leave it at that. But I am going to ask you to please be communicating with your partner so that you can know what makes them tick. And I will move it on to our very final tweet of this episode. 
The reason many women are divorcing their husbands is because they've been trained to think that they need to find themselves, that there's more to life than being wives or mothers or homemakers, that they need to pursue their dreams to be happy, trained to think their life is all about them. Well, I hate to sound like the babe in this entire equation, but it kind of is. Like, not in a bad way. Like, I think people kind of, you usually hear that and they think that it's sort of in a bad way, but it's not. I think just the same way for me as a guy, a lot of what I do is all about me, then I'd assume it's probably going to be the same for the babe. Now, it's part of the whole thing of, you know, if you don't love yourself, who else will? And that's actually something that comes very paramount in any person's growth. In as much as you can, you know, worry about other people and want to make other people happy, if you do not have happiness yourself, if you do not pursue something that benefits you in some way, then you're probably not going to be all that happy as you go along. Now, don't get me wrong, there is a lot to being wives, mothers, and homemakers. And, you know, I'm I'm definitely not either one of those, neither do I have any one of those other than, you know, a mother. But what I can say for a fact is babes can actually pursue their dreams. Babes can actually pursue careers even while being parents. The problem is there's this large facade, I believe, you know, I'm, I'm welcome to being uh, disputed on this, but I believe that there's a large facade where babes should choose one or the other, whether it's pursuing your dreams or having kids, whether it's getting married or traveling the world. Like there's a lot of babes nowadays that have started believing in the whole rich auntie vibes where it's like, single woman making boatloads of money she can move the way she feels like she has a fuck ton of freedom which does seem very free and seem very nice but i don't know how that works in the long term because at the end of the day you know they're pretty much still trying to have fun with their own siblings kids which they don't get to spend that much time with but anyways that one i'm very welcome to being disputed on but i do believe that if you are a woman and if you do want to pursue a bunch of different things like you can pursue all of that even as you are a wife or a mother there's definitely a lot more responsibility and there's a lot more at stake there but i do think that you can pursue your careers and your dreams and your passions and hobbies even as you are a mother and a wife and a homemaker you just have to be able to set time aside for that shit because guys also want to do the same exact thing but a lot of times we have to go and get ourselves a wife get married have kids and shit and then we can pursue some of these other things but it's not like we will always turn all of that shit down and be like no you know what i want to do that but i need to start a family instead like that doesn't happen that very often for guys so i don't think it should happen all that often for babes although then again I might not entirely know too much about this shit and I am very welcome to being corrected on this. So I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Twitter. It is at Bagakthedi. On Facebook and on Instagram, it is at Breaktime on our side. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break.